Welcome out to the podcast. Um, sorry for not getting an episode out on Thursday, on Wednesday as planned, but I was feeling a little ill and didn't feel up for it. Thursday, I was extremely busy as well, celebrating my 23rd birthday as well as planning for this episode of the podcast today. So, um, this episode, I'm going to talk about last night's game and make my picks for the games coming up for the rest of the week, too. So, here we go. Well, that was a very fun ball game last night. Though, I have to admit, watching a football game on Amazon Prime was really weird. Got to see Roger Goodell and Jeff Bezos hang out in the suites talking about something. I don't know. That Even though Amazon had some problems last night, I don't know if anyone else just experienced it or if it was just me, but camera quality went down a little bit every now and then. Um, audio was a little ahead at some points. I don't know. It was weird. But still, a good game last night made up for it. The Kansas City Chiefs had a very strong second half to defeat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24. Question is now at the end of that game for the Chargers, is Justin Herbert healthy? Because he got banged up quite a bit last night in the second half, and he toughed it out. He toughed it out. Let a last-minute touchdown drive to bring him within three, but it was off or not. The uh, Chargers had moments in this game that looked pretty good. A couple offensive drives that they really just dominated from the get-go. Defense had its moments as well, but at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes was just Patrick Mahomes, and he did his thing. So, Patrick Mahomes, 24-35, two TDs. He did his thing. Defense stepped up when it needed to. As for the Chargers, well, it's kind of just been more of the same. Mike Williams, however, hell of a game. Eight receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. But I'm going to talk about the play that, well, I guess the drive that kind of changed the game, and I think everybody kind of agrees on this one. The drive where Kansas City got the pick six. So I really don't understand why the Chargers were going tempo in that situation. I don't know if that was on the offensive corner. I don't know if that's Brandon Staley that wanted to go tempo there, but they had no reason to go tempo there. They were doing the ball really, really well. They could have slowed it down a little bit. They were inside the five. And the wide receiver was just completely gassed at that point. You can tell because Gerald Everett, you know, outside trying to get tapped out of the game, was tapping his helmet, wanted to get out of the game. And, of course, that didn't – they didn't do that. So, I get – I don't know what – fatigue or a half-ass or whatever it was, but it led to the defender making a hell of a play, jumping in front of the receiver, and took it 99 yards. And that was probably the biggest difference in the ball game. And really spelled doom for the Chargers. Honestly, I honestly think the Chargers on that drive could have punched in. It decided to take a breath and just – Took their time, made a good play call, didn't rush things. Because they were dominating up to that point, they were dominating that football game. Yeah, the Chiefs came back to tie it early on, but they it was rushed. It was absolutely rushed. Honestly, that's another that's another some of those things you learn on early in the season. I no pro the only 
other than Justin Herbert's health at the moment. I really don't have any concern with this Chargers team. I still think they're going to make the playoffs and be a really good team and compete for a division title with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I do believe this team will beat the Chiefs in L.A. when they play again. Where that defense played in the first half was spectacular. But coaching mistakes were made in this game. That cost L.A. the game. That's just how it was. But for Kansas City, you'll take the win. You did what you needed to do in the second half, slowing down this Los Angeles Chargers offense, attacked attacked the defense very well, and you did what you needed to do. You you defended home field, and and you're now up a game on probably your biggest contender in the West. I'm just going to go into my week two predictions right here now after a pretty good start from, like I say, last night. First game on the list, Patriots and Steelers. Steelers coming off a gritty game, sloppy game against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati where they came up on top against a Patriots team who whose offense really didn't look that good against a Miami Dolphins defense. Now, obviously, we know T.J. Watt's going to be out for a little bit with that peck injury. So that's going to affect the defense a little bit. Still, I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is going to be good enough to keep this Patriots' offense at bay. Still don't understand why Matt Patricia is calling offensive plays for them, but it is what it is. I don't know. So I think Pittsburgh is going to take care of business at home. They're going to take care of the New England Patriots. I'm going to say Mitch Trubisky does just enough to – Give the Pittsburgh Steelers the win. Final score of 24 to 16. Next up, Carolina at New York Giants. Now, the Panthers, they had a really disappointing ending into the game. Baker Mayfield had one drive that put him up in the end of the fourth quarter, but then some calls laid down the stretch. Some clutch plays from the Cleveland Browns. Getting in the field goal range so Baker couldn't get his revenge against the uh, Cleveland Browns. It's whatever. They go into New York, who had a pretty impressive win on going on the road to take on the Titans. They shut down that run game from Derrick Henry and forced the Titans to uh, throw the ball more than they probably wanted to. So In this game, I really think we're going to see a little more of that from the Giants. The Giants are actually going to, I believe, are going to start the season 2-0. If they can do what they did to Derrick Henry against – Christian McCaffrey, I think they'll be in pretty good position to win this football game. They just need Daniel Jones to not make the critical mistake. Like I don't think he had any turnovers in the Titans game. Saquon Barkley, if he keeps doing what he's doing, what he looked like yes last week was fantastic. Looked like his old self. I do think the Giants could win this game 24-17. Jets in Cleveland. Oh, God. <laughs> The battle of the mids. Okay, so obviously, like I said, the Browns got the win last night, last week in Carolina, but it wasn't very pretty. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, yeah, they did great on the ground, but the quarterback play was nothing special for Jacoby Brissett. Like, we all kind of expected that to be a thing. But I do think the Browns, even with Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback, is going to be better enough to beat a Joe Flacco-led New York Jets team. The Jets just looked absolutely horrible. Against the Baltimore Ravens, they could not score the ball at all. Yes, they outgained the Baltimore Ravens, but that was all garbage time stuff. 
I'm going to take the Browns to beat the Jets by a score of 30 to 10. Colts and Jaguars. Jaguars, they had opportunities to win that football game against Washington. They just couldn't capitalize on it. Obviously, Carson Wentz on the other side made some pretty good throws. And Jags also didn't capitalize on a bunch of bad throws made by Carson Wentz. But, you know, it is what it is. Jags are still a young team. They're going to continue to grow and get better, hopefully, for their sake. They take on a Colts team that are coming off a week one tie against the Houston Texans. Obviously, late in that game, the Colts actually did everything they could to get back into this game, into that game. They made it interesting down the end stretch. They probably should have won that game, but they, the kicker, Rodrigo Wagonship, missed the kick, and they recently just cut him. So we'll see how their new kicker performs this week. But I do think the Colts do bounce back. I do think they take care of business on the road in Jacksonville. This will be the first Colts win in Jacksonville in a very long time. Give me the Colts to win that game 17-14. Dolphins at the Ravens. So last week, the Dolphins had a very impressive performance against the New England Patriots. Two actually played a really solid football game against New England. Didn't really make that many bad throws. Got the ball to his wide receivers. The, the Dolphins defense did just enough to – well. They didn't do just enough. They did exactly what they needed to do to shut down that Patriots' lackluster offense. They go into now they're going to this game against a much better offense in, in the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's he's a little bit of a better quarterback athletically than Mac Jones. He's gonna be able to move around, make plays with his legs. Run games still be very good for the Ravens. Uh, it's gonna be a really good game. Ravens defense obviously is no joke, but I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens to take care of home field. They're going to defeat the Miami Dolphins by a final score of 28-24. to It's going to be a very good competitive game. Could be one of the better games of the week coming up. Buccaneers take it on the Saints. Now, the Bucs offense didn't look particularly that great against the Dallas Cowboys in primetime. And they're going into New Orleans against a defense that is also pretty damn good. And the Saints recently have had the Bucks number in the regular season. I just we, nobody understands how or why it, that's the case, but I think the trend continues. I'm going to take the Saints to take care of home field. They're going to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by a final score of twenty-one to seventeen. Washington Commanders taking on the Detroit Lions. I believe this is the first game in a long time. That the Lions are actually going to be favored in a football game. It's weird to say that, but here we are. The Lions, they look pretty good in the second half against the Philadelphia Eagles. They were getting absolutely destroyed in the first half of that game. Then an impressive second half led them to make a comeback. They obviously just felt a little bit short as they lost 38 to 35. Defense definitely made plays in the need to. Jared Goff looked okay. The run game was absolutely spectacular, led by DeAndre Swift who I believe is going to be playing in this game. The Commanders, uh, they looked all right against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Carson Wentz made some good throws, but also made some pretty bad throws. Defense, obviously, still missing a few key pieces, and they're going to be missing it even more for some injuries. I'm going to actually take Detroit to win their first game of the season. I do think the Lions are a better team than the Commanders are right now. I do think... The Lions defense is going to force Carson Wentz to make a few mistakes. I think Jared Goff should be good enough to take care of the football against this battered commander's defense. I think the run game continues to be what it has been. 
last couple of games for the for the Lions. Give me the Lions to win this game, twenty-eight to seventeen. Seahawks at the 49ers. Now, this is going to be an interesting game because, obviously, the Seahawks are coming off a very high game where they just beat their old friend in Russell Wilson in primetime. They're coming off a short week, going into a division rival's house. It's going to be interesting how the Seahawks team responds to that kind of high that they haven't felt in a while. And then San Francisco is coming off a really weird, bad weather game in Chicago where they basically paid in the swimming pool. and. This game's going to answer a lot of questions about Trey Lance at the quarterback spot for San Francisco. Can he defeat a rebuilding team at home? It's going to be an interesting game. The 49ers need to win this game, in my opinion, to you know keep the media a little quiet. I think Trey Lance needs this win to kind of solidify himself as starting quarterback in the league because if he loses this game, he, it, it's basically going to turn into the Miami Dolphins situation with Fitzpatrick and Tua. It's going to be, should they go back to the veteran quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo or not? I believe it's going to be that way. But I do, unfortunately, as a Seahawks fan, I, I think San Francisco is going to edge out this game. I think they come out and respond very well, giving the 49ers to win 21-17 to in a very close game. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. There's two teams at a different spot right now in the early goings of the season. Atlanta at the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Falcons, they pulled the Falcons. They choked the game against the Saints. That game should have been won, but they did their usual stick and lost. Mariota made some good plays, made some good throws, found Kyle Pitts a few times. Defense was eh for the most part. Now they go into L.A. where they're coming off a very disappointing loss where they absolutely got manhandled by the Buffalo Bills on opening night. And look for the Rams to respond. The Rams are going to come in and respond very well. I think they're going to blow out Atlanta 40-10. to 10. It's not going to be close. Jalen Rams is going to have Drake London on lockdown. Rams are going to come in with a good game plan for Kyle Pitts and force Marietta to make reads. Cardinals at the Raiders. Now, both teams didn't particularly have good days offensively last week. Cardinals' offense obviously got shut down by Kansas City. And Kansas City just absolutely ran all over them last week. And the Raiders, they just could not get anything going against the Chargers defense as well. I think Derek Carr needs to understand he just can't force-feed Devontae Adams because it felt like Devontae was just being force-fed the entire game. He has good other weapons like Devontae. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro out there as well. I think they're going to go more towards them this week, spread the ball around against the Cardinals defense that didn't look particularly good against Kansas City last week. I do like the Raiders to win this game at home by a score of 31-27. It's going to be a high competitive game. I do expect Kyler Murray to have a bounce back game as well. Texans at the Broncos. Now, the Broncos well, – <sighs> They're going to win this game. I really do think they're going to win this game, especially after last week's weird debacle in Seattle. Um, obviously, he had some fl- weird plays where he fumbled twice in the goal line. I don't think that happens again. I think you know, Nathaniel Hackett trusts Russell Wilson more to open up the offense because it was, it was a check down party last week on Monday night in Seattle. I do think Seattle's, I mean, not Seattle, but Denver is going to take more shots down the field. I think they're going to spread out the ball a little more. 
And I don't think Texan has Texans have the firepower to keep up with that. Expect Denver to win big at home against Houston. Cincinnati Bengals at the Dallas Cowboys. No Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. They're probably going to go with Cooper Rush this week. Defense played pretty well against Tampa Bay, holding to defending, holding defending NFC South champions to 19 points, if I remember correctly. Michael Parsons was a game record in that one. The Bengals' offensive line did not look very good, so expect Michael Parsons to have another big day. But I do not expect Joe Burrow to turn the ball over five times in this game as he did against Pittsburgh. So I expect the Bengals to go into Dallas and win this game in a low-scoring affair, but it will be a Bengals victory when it's all said and done. Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Bears, they're coming off a pretty big win against the San Francisco 49ers in their swimming pool called Soldier Field. And they're going into Lambeau. They're going against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, who just did not look good against the Minnesota Vikings offensively at all. They had missed, they had dropped passes, no chemistry whatsoever between Aaron Rodgers and his wide receivers. And I know Aaron Rodgers has owned the Chicago Bears over the past few years, and I'm sticking with it. I know the Bears are coming off a big win, but Lambeau is a very tough place to win a football game, no matter how good or how bad the Packers are. Packers didn't look particularly good in week one last year, and I expect them to bounce back against their old punching bag in the Chicago Bears. Give me the Packers by a field goal. Now we go to a doubleheader in Monday Night Football, which is really, really weird. In week two, you, you expect that kind of thing in week one, but I guess they wanted it in week two. So just let me know which one Joe Buck's not calling. <laughs> I watched that one. Uh, the Titans are taking on the Bills in Buffalo. The Bills obviously came up an absolutely dominant performance against the defending champs at home in, in a game where I believe the Bills could have been better. Honestly, they had turned some turnovers that stopped drives dead in its tracks. I expect them to clean that up. And the Titans, they're coming off a really bad loss to a New York Giants team with their rebuilding. Derrick Henry obviously did not have a very good game in that in that game. So I expect him to have a bounce-back game. But I don't think it really matters. I do think Buffalo is going to have a field day against this Tennessee Titans defense, which particularly did not do well against a Giants offense that should have been – no problem for them. I, I'm expecting Buffalo to win big at home on Monday Night Football against this Titans team. And the Titans should be a little worried after this one. And the last Monday Night Game of the Week, we got the Minnesota Vikings coming off an impressive win against Green Bay where Justin Jefferson went completely crazy against a Philadelphia Eagle team who looked really good offensively. Scored 38 points on the Detroit Lions team, but... Defensively down the stretch, they did give up a lot of good a lot of plays on the ground. Gotta let the fight let the freaking Lions back into the football game. Now, the big question is is how the Minnesota Vikings plan to attack the Eagles offense. And how wait now, uh, I got that mixed up. How do the Eagles plan to stop Justin Jefferson? Because Justin Jefferson went absolutely crazy in week one. I don't 
think the Eagles secondary is that great. So how they plan to cover Justin Jefferson is going to be a big question mark. And also, do the Vikings take advantage on the ground? Because I wasn't really impressed with the Eagles' run defense against the Detroit Lions. So do you expect Dalvin Cook to have a good game? Possibly. And I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Vikings, actually, to win this game. I know this is stigma about Kirk Cousins in Monday Night Football, but if he can replicate what he did last week with Justin finding Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen is also still there. I do expect Dalvin Cook to have a pretty good game on the ground as well. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings to go into Philadelphia and take care of the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's going to do it for this prediction episode. Hopefully, uh, I will I will be back next Wednesday to talk about these games and some other stuff. Maybe potentially talk about a certain teams ending a playoff drought. But until next time, I'm out. Peace.